This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you love a good chicken sandwich, you have to go to Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. They are a minority-owned, veteran-owned small business, and they've brought Nashville-style hot chicken to the D.C. area. Their chicken sandwich is one of the best you'll ever have, and you can't get it anywhere else. Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. Look them up. Try it out. You won't regret it. Washington Football Team Nation, what is going on? Here we go. Today is the day. The league year starts 4 o'clock p.m. Last night, another late signing with William Jackson, the third, one of the top corners, if not the top corner on the Bengals and in the free agent market. Todd, how are you feeling? More moves, man. I'm excited. I'm excited because, uh, you know, they're just uh... – they seem like they're adding the guys that they really think fit what they want to do. So it's nice to see something. For some reason, they like that after 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock sort of range for signing. They don't do their dealings during the day. It's kind of like free agency after hours with this team. We'll see if that trend continues today, but I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good because they they took the team that they had last year and they're they're kind of they're building on it, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they haven't lost a lot of players. Lost a couple guys who, who just contributed somewhat, and they're trying to build and improve. And we'll see that trend continue. They're definitely going to sign more people. Uh, they're going to bring in a wide receiver. It's just a matter of who, what level of play, and at what cost. But that'll happen, I think, I think today, Wednesday. Today is Wednesday the 17th. I think it happens today, okay? I don't know who. So I'm not saying Curtis Samuel. It may be, I don't know, um, Josh Reynolds, you know, but they're going to bring somebody in. How are you feeling? I'm doing great. Uh, last night, William Jackson was not on my radar at all. I didn't even know he was a free agent, actually. So, right. Uh, wasn't I linked was, to the team at all either. Wasn't linked at all. And uh, I was thinking we were going to hit cornerback in free agency, but I mean, sorry, in the draft. But now I think that's not the case. Not so early, um, I was, at least. Yeah, not early, at least. And, and I'm thrilled. I like him a lot. Uh, get up in your face bump and run, man-to-man coverage, one single high safety. I think they're going yeah. to get in your face this year. Yeah. And you need it against the teams that were playing. You think you got Dallas twice. You got Kansas City. You got the Chargers. I'm sure, you know, and, and teams like in the Saints, and we got Tampa again. So we're going to need cornerback play, and that was a great pickup, especially with this D-line. 
Um, he's an alpha male, and and mm. I I'm thrilled about it. I'm feeling good, man. Yeah, it kind of seems like okay. So a big part of free agency is don't take guys and what they're good at and have them do something else. Lewis Riddick talked about that. He talked about Namdi Asamoa when the Eagles signed him. And Namdi Asamoa was a press man cover corner. When they brought him in and had him 10 yards off the ball, 10 yards off the receiver, you know, dropping, playing zone, playing three or four. Uh, William Jackson is more of a bump and run man in your face, even in zone. doesn't have to be man. He can mm-hmm. play zone, but he, he's better playing right in the receiver's face, getting his hands on him at the line. Uh, man or zone and I wonder if that's an indication more of that they want to do that more right I, I, the defensive scheme that Jack Real runs does not put a lot on the cornerbacks there's not there's not a lot of pressure on them sometimes when you saw him put a little more on them like the invert cover two stuff that's when you kind of saw some big plays happen but they didn't run man a lot last year I think it was about 25 percent of the time or so but I think that number is going to jump I think it's going to jump 35, 40% of the time. I think they want to be a defense where we think where they're going to say our cornerbacks can cover your guys for as long as it takes for our defensive line to get to the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're not worried about, we're not worried about the pressure. They're going to get home and we don't want guys running wide open against our zone. We're going to be on them. And then we're going to force you to throw an errant pass, get some turnovers. I think that's what they're looking to do. And that's why they brought William Jackson in. So I'm excited. We can go over some about him. He was drafted in 2016 in the first round by the Bengals. He is 28 years old, ran a 4.37 40-yard dash, six feet tall. So he's got good size, um, durability. Missed four games last three seasons. He had, a, I think, a pectoral injury his rookie year. But since then, he's been healthy uh, and had solid performances, according to PFF as well. 71.4 per, uh, not percent, 71.4 grade last year. Had, a, I think, a 90-plus grade his second year in this uh, in the league. And then he signed a three or $42 million deal. And the, the main thing that everyone cares about is, uh, is the cap numbers, right? So right. 21 this year, his cap number is 6.7 million. It jumps up next year to 16 million. And then again, it jumps up the following year to 17.7 million. Um, mm. But I mean, it's only three years that those numbers, you know, 16, 17, they sound high, kind of high for a cornerback, uh, but they will not be an issue in the grand scheme of things for this team and any move they want to make and adding any player over the next two years. So that's all that really matters about the cap stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And um, with him and with Fitzpatrick, I believe it's only 15 million against the cap this year. 15.9. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think um, Fitzpatrick is, is yeah. Some, something in like that, something in that range. So that leaves I mean, the team with, fit- um, yeah, Fitzpatrick is not 9.9 million this cap hit. Yeah. And, I, I, and I believe uh, so that would be that would be about 16.16.6. Right. So 16.6. So that's not bad at all. And you still got some room to land a big fish and and uh yeah. for the receiver. Right. Uh, they've got you know, as it stands, right, a little over $21 million. I, I know, you know, the cap number is kind of the number that everyone looks at and says, well, how much do we have? How much do we have? Um, they have enough to do whatever they want to do. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. really like it, they could sign any player they wanted right now. Uh, right. They wouldn't necessarily be advised to sign any player to any huge contract, but there is no concern about what they're capable of doing based on their salary cap. Room. They are good and they can do whatever it is they want or need to do and get all the rookies signed and all of that. So they're good on cap space for sure. Uh, but yeah, so, so 
at this point, let's just kind of do this as we as we go along with free agency. What uh, what grade would you give them? Letter grade would you give them so far? Uh, they also re-signed Lamar Miller and Tajay Sharp to one-year deals. Uh, Sharp, David. kind of saw come, David Sharp. <laughs> I always do that. <laughs> David Sharp. They traded for him, so you kind of thought they'd bring him back. So the big moves are, are really just Ryan Fitzpatrick, William Jackson at this point. So uh, yeah, what, what letter grade would you give to them? So I have far? to go. I have to go A, uh, and that's just because. First of all, they're not letting out their leaks. So even, say, typically, you think of the Amari Cooper situation last year, how that leak came out and how other teams were bidding and Dallas upped their offer. Um, it, it it all correlates to me in that aspect. You know, you, you didn't see the day before Washington is really interested in William Jackson. You know, because then that gives other teams, um, you know, they, they're in, and I'm sure they know, but it gives other teams – the advantage of going in and trying to top that offer. So who knows, maybe Washington came in and swooped him, you know, swooped him like out of nowhere. Like, look, between you and I, you know, this, this. but I like, I like it because the William Jackson deal, this gives you more flexibility in putting uh, Kendall Fuller in that spot. He was on that Super Bowl team in, um, in Kansas city where he played right. free safety, he played nickel, he played outside corner. And right. I think that, that gives you that versatility, the versatility, and uh, so it's so much bigger than that. And from, if I'm not mistaken, William Jackson can travel with the number one receiver in the I slot see, outside. Yeah, he, did that. he did that a bit, Sam. He did that in Cincinnati, yeah. So that's huge. That's very huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. As far as Fitzpatrick, the gunslinger mentality, this is the best quarterback we've had since, as I mentioned yesterday's pod, I can't remember, uh, since Kirk probably. And um, I'm excited. I think they were both random um, mm-hmm. And nobody was expecting, but I think, and even the pundits, ESPN, people all over are praising and giving them high grades for this for the for the signings they have so far. So I'm going to follow those pundits and give them a A. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'd probably say I'd probably say a B um, because I mean they haven't done anything groundbreaking, positive or negative. Um, I if they had if they would have signed. Kenny Galladay and Jonu Smith and, you know, Quan, uh, uh, not Quan Alexander, let's say KJ Wright and Anthony Harris. I wouldn't necessarily be inclined to give them an A, honestly, because, you know, just signing guys left and right does not necessarily equal success. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So it's not for me. The reason why I'll say a B is because, you know, I'm fine with the moves that they've made. I don't think they've made any mistakes so far. I understand not loving Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, I don't, I don't love it, but I, I I'm not going to love any quarterback decision they make. That's not a long-term answer. But of the options that were available, I'm fine with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I like William Jackson because you're not breaking the bank for him, but you're willing to pay for a guy who can contribute and uh, and help this defense. And so mm-hmm. I'm fine with the B. And then so there's certain moves they can make where it'll be an A or a C. You know, it just kind of depends. It, it it's it's not just the player. It's it, the contract, you know, matters the years in the contract, the price in the contract. So yeah, I'm fine with the B at this point. That's why I'm giving them an A because of how they've kept it in-house, the contract, no the numbers, no leaks, uh, and the, not just the player. I think the overall experience, they've done a great job right. with uh, building the team and doing it discreetly and calculated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It calculated is a great word for it. It does seem very calculated. I think the I think the reason they haven't signed a receiver yet 
is the same reason no one has signed any of those top receivers because the market is not going how they anticipated for Will mm-hmm. Fuller, Juju Smith-Schuster, Kenny Galladay, and Curtis Samuel. Those are the four guys who are definitely getting double-digit uh, per-year contracts, but it's how much. Mm-hmm. And when one of them signs, that kind of gives a baseline for the rest of them. So they're all sitting around waiting for one of them to sign. They're all kind of sitting around waiting for, for to get what they want. And they're not going to get what they want, I don't think. No. I think because this draft class is just so, so, so deep at wide receiver. For real quick, we're not talking about this, but I started studying Tylen Wallace from Oklahoma State yesterday. And, dude, I love him. Watch mm-hmm. Tylen Wallace from Oklahoma State to Ute and to whoever's listening. Because that dude <laughs> plays like an NFL wide receiver. Just strong, fast. He's not, you know, he's not 4-3 guy, but he plays fast. He's physical. Makes all types of older, over-the-shoulder catches, mm. uh, circus kinds of catches, things that translate to the NFL, and then can get himself open. Runs crisp routes. He's the guy who's good at. He's good at, in my opinion, he's good, not great at everything you need to be to be a good receiver in the NFL. So he comes into the NFL, and all he needs is to just get better at the things he's good at. Right. That was my quick. Um, I don't know whatever that was, but anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that's why they haven't signed a receiver because they're waiting. Everyone's waiting for the market. The receivers are waiting. No one wanted, none of them want to move too fast and then, you know, get a, get the short end of the stick. The, uh, the other news of the day, I guess, is that uh, Nick Sunberg, long snapper for a long time here, is not going to be brought back. I believe he's, he's not being cut. He's just not being re-signed as a free agent. And someone talked about this as being a situation where maybe they, they want to see if they can have a backup offensive lineman who is also your line's long snapper. I don't know if that's the case. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You're saving a roster spot that way. Yeah. If you have your third string, whatever, can come in and long slap for long snap for you. Uh, Nick Sumberg has all you know. He's obviously been very consistent, kind of a fan favorite around here. But you know, I'm not worried about the long snapper being replaced and that being a problem. Like Sunberg was solid, and so keeping him was fine. Letting him walk, I think, also will be fine. I don't think we're gonna notice a significant difference or drop off in log snapping, but I guess we'll see. I don't know if you even have any thoughts on, on that, but you know, good luck to Nick Sunberg and um, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you for your, uh, <laughs> Years of your service. longevity, <laughs> your, your service. I was going to say that your longevity sounds better. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we, we, we bid you adieu. Commend you <laughs> for your. Uh, I, I don't know. He was undrafted in 2009. So he's been on the team for 10 years. So yeah, I mean, long snapping has definitely not been a problem here for a while. So I mean, that's some teams have that problem. You know, more so on field goals than punts, where it comes yeah. in just a bit wrong. So we'll see. Uh, but I don't think that. Uh, I don't. I don't think that'll be any sort of major issue. AJ Green signed one year deal with the Cardinals. That makes a ton of sense. That makes a ton it of does. sense. It does. So yeah, so I mean at this point we're waiting around to see if a wide receiver and a linebacker domino falls. That's pretty much it. So what do you think falls? I'm gonna say that we're not looking at all at Curtis Samuel. And I think it's just a decoy to who they really want. <laughs> because that's that's just the way free agency has been going. I can see them yeah, coming no. out of nowhere. And getting Galladay or, or or Juju, that's my feeling. Um, mm, okay, I think there's too much smoke to this Curtis Samuel that it's that they're doing something else. Yeah, I mean, no, it's possible, or I could possibly be wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, but I, your your rationale makes sense because we 
we haven't, you know, the the Fitzpatrick and Trubisky thing, Rappaport kind of talked about a bit earlier in the day. Jackson was out of nowhere. So the wide receiver thing, you know, everyone says Curtis Samuel because he came from Carolina. So it would make sense. But other guys would make sense, too. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Will Fuller is probably the one that would surprise me most. That would surprise me most. I like Will Fuller as a player, but it just it's like a rule of thumb. Like if a guy has, you know, injury concerns, mm-hmm. don't expect to sign him and for that to go away. You know what I mean? And so uh, Galladay missed a lot of games last year. For me, a player having injury concerns means multiple seasons, not one year. So he's coming off a year where he was hurt, but he hasn't been injured over the course of his career. Well, Fuller has been more injured over the course of his career. And then Juju and Curtis Samuel have been solid. And in that term, in that terms, uh, as far as health, I think it comes down to Samuel and Juju then. Yep. Yeah. If, you're, if you if you want a guy Durability. who really doesn't have any concerns, yeah, then it would be Juju and um, and Samuel. And I do think Juju Smith-Schuster can do more than what he did the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, and I, I think he would be one who would benefit a lot from having Terry McLaurin on the other side. I'm really curious, man, what these guys are going to sign for. Uh, I mean, we know what we thought, but Corey Davis got what twelve point five, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which was kind of is, in the range we thought. The thing is with Samuel, as opposed to the others, and Juju for that matter, and Will Fuller is you could you could sign like a two year deal. Not so with, with right, Galladay right, because right. Galladay's going to be thirty, so he needs to hit the bank um, mm-hmm. this year unless he gets a one year deal and then tries to hit it next year. But I think with Samuel and 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 Juju, they can sign for like a two-year deal. I think it's perfect for either one of them because they're like, look, okay, the market may not be deep this year, but if I go out here and I kill it with with Washington for a year or with whoever for a year, then yeah. I can go back and test the market next year. I I know I agree. I think I wouldn't be Especially surprised. Especially Samuel. To see yeah, Samuel. I mean, he's twenty-four because so he knows he, the offense, mm-hmm. and and it just works out in his favor, you know. Right. Yeah, he'll be 25 by the time the season starts. Curtis Samuel, Will Fuller will be, let me see, uh, 94. So he 94. So he'll be 27 here soon. Will Fuller will be 27, mm-hmm. and then Juju's really young. Juju's younger than Terry McLaurin. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. He's 24. He'll be 25 midway through the season. So, I, yeah, and then Galladay is is, is 27. So, yeah, for like Juju or Curtis Sam, it could make sense to take a one, two year sort of thing mm-hmm. um, and then maybe either come back in free agency or, or just yeah. get an extension from that team. Exactly. We'll see, man. It's exciting to have some stuff to talk about. And then at tight end, I could, I, you know, I could see them making a more low key move or saying if, and then Joku comes available for trade, if a break gets cut or comes available for trade. Um, there was another name I had, I can't think of. You know, Kyle Rudolph is an older guy. Ertz probably not happening just because he's on the Eagles. So I think they'll make a move at tight end, but it'll be cheaper. There's no way they were going to pay Johnny Smith. What was it 450? Yeah, Four years, 50 or something. And then, um, and then Hunter Henry. So we'll see. But yeah, I think that you kind of, I think, you know, BPA or whatever in the, in the draft, but I think cornerback in the first round is less likely. I think it's much yeah. less likely. I think yeah, for sure. Honestly, I think I think linebacker, tight, uh, tackle, or quarterback 
really via trade-up are the most three likely. I think wide receiver in the first round at 19 is a bad spot. You can yeah, get a good player. Back. Yeah, unless you trade back. You can get a good player at 19, but I think you could trade back or wait till the second and get a player with uh, for a better value. Like I said, right. like Tylen Wallace. I think getting Tylen Wallace in the second round, I don't know if he's the player that Rashad Bateman is. I don't know. I, just, I might like him better. But um, but the value is better there. So it's just such a deep wide receiver class. There's no need to press the issue early unless it's Waddle, Chase, or, or Devonta Smith. So that's all I've got, I think, for today. I think that's so all I've got, think, man. What do you think about Kyle Fuller? Uh, I don't know how much do it'll you, cost. Do you, but, uh, do you take a shot? Probably not. Or I think too much. I, I think it's too much. I think I think, I so think I think it's too much. I think you like what you've got in house, and then maybe draft a guy at some point. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think Kyle Fuller probably gets a bigger deal than what you want to pay him. I, right. I like you. He's got to be getting no less than like nine a year, right? Right. Like that. Team him up with his brother. Do you want to make any other any predictions or anything? <sighs> one, one prediction each. Yeah, I'm going to predict at around, let's say, 10 o'clock, they will sign a receiver. And I'm going to go, I'm going to say they're going to sign, they're going to sign, I'm, it's either going to be Samuel or Juju Smith. Which I, I one? Really believe. Which one? They're going to sign Juju. Okay, that's your prediction. Juju? Mm, Tonight. Tonight. Yeah, that'd be right in line. My prediction is that they will – oh, man. <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to just go with, with, with where the smoke is and say Curtis Samuel, that they get a deal done with Curtis Samuel. Three years, 44, 46 uh, – not three, four years, 44, 46, 48, maybe 50 million, something mm-hmm. like that. That's my prediction. Okay. Well, we'll be back again tomorrow, probably talking about the wide receiver that they signed. (laughs) As always, these episodes are brought to you by Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. And, um, yeah, it's fun, man. This this, from now until the draft will be fun. And then uh, and then it won't be so fun for a little while. But we'll find ways to make it fun. We'll figure it out. That's right. Anything else or you good to go? That's it. Let's get a receiver, man. All right, let's get a receiver. This is Todd. This is Ted. Talk to you tomorrow. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.